Welcome back to Talk and Shopify, the e-commerce strategy podcast for businesses serious about growing their brands. Brought to you by Zyber, New Zealand's leading e-commerce experts and Shopify Plus partner, we'll be here every week with a new episode to help you uncover the secrets to scaling your business for long-term growth. We'll share our knowledge and insider tips with the help of some amazing industry guests. Let's talk shop. And we're back. How's it going, Leo? Are you going to do an intro? No, it's your turn. No, I didn't want to do an intro today. I was, oh, I was, it's all you. Unbelievable. Do it. Do it. Hey, guys. Lazy Leo is back. It's obviously the new year. Episode number two, season four. Welcome back to Talking Shop with Zyber and Julian today. Welcome on board, Julian. Does this man Kill. need an introduction? Or are you just going to go straight into this is Julian? No, everyone knows Julian. Killed everybody. How are you? Good, man. I know it's very long. It's probably clutching at straws here, but a happy new year from a podcast point of view. <laughs> Welcome on board again. Third Thank time, you, is yeah. it? Uh, yeah, third time. Third time. Uh, third of March. There you go. Well, well not can't put a date to this. Yeah. What is the third of the third? And it's the third episode with Julian. Oh, but hold wow. on a second. You've been with us like every season. It'll be the fourth time. No, I don't think so. Okay. Anyway. I, don't think, I don't think I was lucky enough to be there. Season the two or something? One. No. Yeah. I probably anyway, you're out. here. You're yeah. here. Good to have you, sir. In case you have not heard about this podcast or in case you've never seen or heard Julian. Julian, who are you? Give us a quick rundown. Uh, yeah. Uh, Kill everybody. My name is Julian. I am the senior community manager for uh, New Zealand and um, APAC for Shopify. And uh, my job is to help merchants make more money. And how do I do that? I meet with merchants and um, help them through some strategy. Uh, I give them some platform education um, and usually just um, give them some homework to do um, or maybe just have a view um, of their business um, from an outside perspective and, um, you know, help as much as I can. Nice. That must be really fulfilling. I know you're the type of person that really does enjoy helping others. So, you know, some people do that job and they kind of just see it as a job, whereas I think you actually really enjoy it because for those who don't know, you are actually, you're a merchant yourself as well, aren't you? Yep. Yep. Been, I've been uh, using Shopify since 2012 uh, and actually uh, a retail shop at the moment. Um, and we're feeling it really rough where um, our retail sales are down 40, 47%. Um, and um, how do you do that? You said that with a, with a happy tone at the end at 47%, like you're not even down about this. Like, tell us, come on, let's go into this. Well, yeah, well, yeah. Down? well we're down. Uh, well, I think we're the, the, I think for the, for the listeners that know know the brand body effects, um, we sell face paint to face paint and 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 stuff that creative people use. And usually the creative people are like performers, you know, entertainers. Yes. Yes. Uh, and so um, they've had a bit of a a run of it uh, recently, and it's only been um, I guess the last couple of months that we've been down um, pretty pretty badly. Uh, so retail's down quite quite a bit, like 40 something percent. Uh, but online actually is is down. And part of it's to do with um, just search volumes, people, people not buy, not coming direct uh, or buying direct. And then some of it's to do with um, probably me doing a shitty job uh, at migrating from uh, normal um, normal theme to OS 2.0 um, and probably not doing proper um, redirects and stuff like that. Uh, so that, that's a bit of a learning there for you that we can dive into later. But I think I think mainly it's just by by a sentiment with with our particular industry. Um, if you're looking across the board of ecom, ecom's firing. Um, it's it's a great time to be in in, in business. Um, but I guess for a niched out business like mine, not 
not um not too not too good but why did i do it with a smile um because my wife and i we have diversified our business so we don't just have body effects we have another company called medic effects and that sells um specialized uh, medical equipment to um, DHBs and, and hospitals and universities around the world. And so okay. that business is kicking ass and doing well. So it's not like, um, yeah, I, I can still put food on the table for the kids. I love your entrepreneur mind, Julian. I really do. Well done to you, mate. Thank you. Thanks for that, Leo. I appreciate that. Did you, did you, I'm, I'm interested, did you move the medic effects onto 2.0 as well, or is that still on? Oh, it is. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It, it is. It is. Um, it's on 2.0. Um, and that was just easier. It's like less, less products and yeah, not, not, and it's more of a, um, it's more, it's D to C, but D to B in a way, right? Like it's, um, mm. um, like universities that, uh, and hospitals kind of buy buy one-offs from there yeah. and then you, usually after that then we kind of take them off and put them onto like an invoice uh or a you know account management type scenario but yeah, yeah. it's it's doing well i think i think i mentioned to you on an, on a call we had earlier this year um that you know obviously there's no festivals as well like explore for example is not there you know it's paints painting and all that sort of body makeup is really massive there um and there's a lot of other festivals that just didn't happen yeah, um, yeah. and so that's probably another reason why but Look, at the end of the day, I look. It's just, I hope it's onwards and upwards from here. Um, oh, with Julian a- and his wife at the helm, of course it is. Well, interestingly, though, you know, like like keeping on this, and I know we're going to go through some stuff, so I, I don't want to necessarily make it about the the body effect show or anything. But um, we're, we're actually um, realizing the importance of digital, you know, like the digital products. And so we've, we we launched a, a a brand, and that's still kind of um, actually at the moment housed on the body effects. Um, site, but um, called the Face Paint Club. Uh, nice. But we're moving, we're moving it off there, and um, it's going to have its own instance. Um, and it's where people can learn how to face paint from the comfort of their own home. And that's going to, um, it's already like the MVP exists. It's, it's already doing quite well. Um, and it's something niched out that we can really focus on rather than having such a broad audience. And so, um, pretty excited about that. And that's that's a learning from 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 this. You know, with like, well, what has a pretty good profit margin? How what can mm-hmm. we maybe scale globally or, mm-hmm. you know, scale? Um, and, you know, how can we niche down to specific people, you know? And, and so that's where, that's where the face bank club was born. So is um, that videos, video tutorials. Yeah. Yeah. So we're using yeah, Thinkific. Yeah. Yeah, using Thinkific, mm-hmm. um, and you know, my, I'm lucky enough to, to have two of the world's best face painters. You know, my my wife and my sister in law that run the company. So, like, good quality education, good quality content, um, and so we, why why wouldn't you you know do, why do that? You? I was just telling Waldo in the last episode how much I love selling a digital product. Avoid all those other headaches that we have with the logistics and pick and pack, and yeah, just I'm all yeah. in for it. Yeah, it's interesting. The face paint clubs are hybrid, so it's like you buy the digital product, but then every month um, you get sent um, specific oh, product, and and, cool. and the and the education is done on a drip. So like you know, you'll only get access to one particular course. You get the product for that particular course, then you get to practice for a month, and then you get the box. You know, so because what we wanted, we like we love receiving things. We love buying things online. Um, my wife and I go, you know, Yolanda and I are like, oh, what's the next? You know thing we got this we got a gift we got a and so we kind of wanted we wanted that to um kind of our customers to experience that as well and they go like what's the, what's coming around the corner and, yeah so yeah that's um that's why we did it that way 
your idea, Julian, can be done in any industry. So it's, yeah. Mm. yeah we listening. were just mentioning in the last episode how successful Mitre 10 have done it with their DIY videos, you know, on top of collection pages. So based on the search intent, they'll not only serve you our products, but they'll also serve you our videos on how you can use that product or do something at home yourself, et cetera. And how that's now evolved actually into like their full-blown advertising on TV is all about the relationship that DIYer has with the store as well. And that's probably to encourage people to, hey, You've got all this online, but we'd love to get you back into the store as well. Yeah. And uh, I mean, that probably brings us up, you know, everything's opening up a little bit. So um, in our previous episode, we spoke a lot about how digital first brands that, you know, emerged out of COVID, for example, and did really well are now still exploring that retail option as well, because uh, they don't just want to stay digital. Um, there's definitely opportunities there. So. Well, there's how many how many empty buildings are you seeing yeah. or storefronts and rent a little now, cheaper, now yeah you can go there and say well look i, I don't want to rent it for three years how about I, I do something for five months six months and you know landlords are like yep yeah yeah, yeah well you know like yeah, all, all the um successful e-com um you know entrepreneurs out there that that um have uh existing capital that want to find different ways to connect with their customers uh you know it's, it's just a just a smart play some, yeah, the now, what are some of the risks of having a physical retail store, Julian, uh, especially in the middle of the night when you have some um, <laughs> interesting window shoppers? Just make sure you have insurance. Yeah, that's a good, <laughs> that's a, good answer. That's Great it. Answer. Yeah, that's all. You know, like it's, you know, like it's not going to happen to everybody. Uh, just for reference, yeah, our shop had some smash windows from some silly um, young people that were opportunistic young people. But, you know, it is just a game when, when you're in that physical world of retail um but just insurance we had our new windows uh like within within 36 hours so that's good good. were you asleep or was it was it still early in the day or uh yeah no i was i was um asleep and um i heard i heard the noise but because we live in morningside i thought it was um i thought it was the railway the railway people you know um um, um, but but now then our neighbors woke us up and we're like hey you should probably board up your windows no that sucks I guess, I didn't like get anything said, though. Sure did they get? Did they get stock or no? It was just like, mm-hmm. hey, let's just put one through the window. And- yeah, yeah. So um, they did like eight stores across New North Road, like in <laughs> Auckland, which is a lot. Like um, they did like uh, liquor stores and dairies, uh, um, superettes. They were looking for cigarettes and alcohol, I think. Uh, why and they, and we well, were, why did they break into your shop then? Well, yeah, because uh, what's the uh, the dairy owners are uh, being smart now. Like you know, like they're selling like four, a pack of cigarettes these days is like forty something dollars. So um, that they can't just have, they can't just have them where they normally would be. I think they put them in a lockbox or even yeah. in a yeah. safe. Yes. And so I, when the the um, this was the second time this particular dairy got hit in the month. And so I think these guys expected the cigarettes to be somewhere they weren't. They got frustrated and they just ran across the road and saw our store. And, oh, um, so they did that first and then you. Yeah, second. yeah. I think they just smashed us up because they were like trying to find anything. Um, and then mm. they yeah ran away. But that's you know that's that's retail. Um, yeah. That's retail. That's mm-hmm. right. Yeah. yeah, I remember when I used to work for Vodafone. Um, it was out by Manukau Supercenter, and there was a standalone store. It was like a brand new concept store. And uh, yeah, I swear to God, every second Saturday I would get there, and there's a broken window. Mm. Yeah, it's pretty bad. So we basically built a safe inside of the retail store just to store all the products, and because it got to that level. Wow. Yeah. Um, like ah. a walk-in gun safe. Just for those of you, for those of you that have just an e-commerce store and not a physical store, you might be enjoying this part anyway. of the podcast. Well, yeah. Well, that rings true to you know, like um, being able to own and run a business anywhere, um, and and not have all those overheads or all those pain points. Um, so, you know, that that is the benefits. Like sometimes I wake up and think to myself, man, I'd love to like just 
run this econ shop from Mirawai. But on the other other flip side, um, our our shop is a temple for um for special effects makeup. It's a it's a place where people come and like pay um homage to the special effects gods if you will you know what i mean like it's so it's it, for me it's in, like it's pretty important to have something there for our customers to learn and you know it's it's become a bit more of an institution yeah, um, community and, you know like yeah, community yeah, there. yeah yeah we're having yeah. the same conversation with other clients that do have retail stores of what they can do you know with especially around COVID and what they could and couldn't do but we're, we're saying exactly the same thing you're saying julian yeah. is make it something that is just so entertaining or they feel so part of this that they want to be there they want to sit down they want to speak to the the specialist and they'll pay that's the other thing we're doing like uh i won't name the names yet because i don't want to give it away but they'll pay to be in there for 45 minutes to, to talk to the store owner and be in that environment so yeah first thing you do personalization and then the thing that trumps personalization is creating a community around your brand hmm. Yeah, right, and that, that's that's the number one number one issue in 2022, right? With, um, like you know, I, I think in our notes we've got is is Facebook dead or you know, uh, <laughs> like, uh, like what what I'm trying to say is like, uh, because of the because of um the cookieless future and, and the way life is is going to be for every ecom, um, ensure uh, ecom owner ensuring that um you know person you're, you're personalizing and and you're making experiences for people is just is just critical today, um yeah. Couldn't agree more. Speaking of experiences, you mentioned earlier on in the chat that you, um, you know, moved over to OS 2.0. Um, how did you find it? What, what are you, what's your feedback as a merchant? Yeah, well, like OS 2.0 is uh, like amazing, right? Um, mm -hmm. I was waiting, waiting for our theme. Um, we use for, for reference, we use Flex um, Turbo. It's already got a lot of um, kind of sections everywhere stuff anyway, but uh, just, just, um, being able to, as a merchant, uh, muck around with all the different templates uh, and create different templates for different products. Body effects sells face paint to face painters, lipstick to um, dancers and performers, contact lenses to cosplayers, and they all kind of shop differently, right? And so exactly. the idea is, is that um, with this, we can create our product pages and all, everything um, and, uh, templatized in, in the ways that we think those customers will respond well. well. Uh, and it means we can run experiments and do all that sort of stuff. So that's been pretty, um, pretty amazing. Um, I probably think it's um, a, a lot more beneficial, um, uh, like, you know, thinking about like all the other changes as well, like um, the incorporation of the meta, meta fields everywhere and being able to actually use Shopify as a bit of a, like a CMS, um, you know, storing critical information that you'd store elsewhere um, in one place. It's exciting. I just... I wish I had a little bit more dev knowledge around how to put that stuff on my site. Uh, but I guess that's me just being Dutch and not wanting to hire you guys. <laughs> <laughs> no, look, I mean, I myself, I play around a lot when it comes to uh, OS 2.0 themes. And um, yeah, look, the, the stuff, there's stuff there that's just super tricky to do still. You know, it's it's, it's the old adage of you got to put in the hours, right? 10,000 hours to become a professional at anything, is it? So um, yeah, mm. <laughs> I don't know mm. if I've got to spare 10,000 hours this year to even figure it out. So, uh, but we chug along, mate, we chug along. And so, I mean, on that note, because you did it all, you did it all yourself, et cetera. Like what type of advice can you give to merchants who are looking to transition from, you know, a 1.0 to a 2.0? Well, yeah, I guess it comes down to um, a need straight away. Like I wouldn't be transitioning to 2.0 if you've got like a, what, 
a 3.5 or a 5.5 conversion rate with really mm. good average order value and your mm. you know you've got good search rank you know like if you've got no problems yeah. you know i i wonder if you need it uh yet um but i think that's the kind of the, that's where you need to start the conversation like you know do do, do I want all this stuff? Um, do I want to be able to have sections everywhere? Do I want to be able to incorporate, um, you know, all, all the OS features? And then um, if, if, that is, if that is the answer, then um, I would ensure that you are talking to a professional that knows um, how to index with Google correctly. Oh, yeah. um, and, and that's just from the pain point. Well, I, I don't even know if it is, if, if, if that was the problem with us. But for I, I think it must be because we we moved to 2.0 and then our um our just our search our SEO just tanked. Oh. Um, but that was I think that was from from my lack of doing putting in the work. But you yeah. didn't you didn't change the URL structure. Nah. Yeah. And, nah. and was it the ex- I know you got to bring in the content back into each page and the new page templates that you've created. Did yeah. you keep the same content or did you rewrite new stuff? Yeah, we kept, we kept the same content. Like, you know, we, we didn't do yeah. anything. So I don't know if I want to blame, like, oh, here I am work an employee at Shopify, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. blaming that, but like, it was the only radical change or again, the change was mainly was if I look at the analytics was around like direct traffic was down ridiculously you know, as well, but so was search. And that just kind of blew my mind. Yeah, um, I remember we threw your, I threw your website through like a test, my page speed, my store speed, uh, com, and it just kept breaking the website. <laughs> yeah. We well, like get a result out of it. I did initially get a result out of it, but I think when you tried and I tried again, like I just, I think we broke the whole platform. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think that's one of the key things for people to understand is if you're looking to migrate to OS 2.0, it is exactly that. It is a migration. You need to build a new store. You need to, there's, there's no just, oh, I upgrade to 2.0. It is, we start again. We start with a fresh theme. Um, all the content can be brought across and your products will still feed through from the back end like you would expect them to. But essentially, internally here, we call it a new build. And the it still is people, a migration, yeah. Much smarter people than than me um, were banging on about that sort of when OS 2.0 came out initially. And I was kind of like, nah, you should be able to upgrade. Mm-hmm. It was a little bit of a gray area. It's a click of a actually, button and it's all done, right? And when we actually dived into it, it's like, no, it is, it's a new build. Um, obviously, if you're fresh into Shopify and you know you haven't been around for, for, for very long um, and you're starting to build, well, all the themes now are OS 2.0 capable. They're all on there anyway. So that's not a problem. But if you've got a very successful store online, you're speed scores are okay, your SEO scores are great, etc. Um, maybe ask yourself the question, you know, is the risk of doing this worth it? Because when we migrate, whether it be from Magento to Shopify, Shopify to big commerce and vice versa, one of the key things you need to do is to make sure that you are hitting those, uh, those URL redirect notes and have a really good cross migration plan in place before actually just jumping head first into it. Mm, it's more than just the URLs. Oh, this, yeah. We're talking all the headings, yeah. all the old tags, yeah. but I'll tell all with vital speed. Yeah. Links. But I mean, speaking are of- oh, here. Did you have a lot of internal links in your pages that you did not link when you did the copy and paste? The yeah, there was, there was there was a bunch of stuff. Like so what like just to give you the scenario of what's what's happened, um, we we've we reached out to Pure SEO to for them to like, you know, kind of give mm-hmm. us a, an order and to help us with it. And they identified a bunch of that sort of stuff. Okay. Um also I think um we had um we had a lot of um, duplicate 
you know, content. Uh, duplicate content and we weren't using um, AREFs. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. that's it. H, yeah. HREFs. Um, HREFs. And, and so um, kind of having an understanding of all of that's pretty, pretty amazing. So shout out to Pure SEO. They've got great resource page, by the way. Um, Excellent. Um, I don't know. If we'll you put a guys, link. We'll put a link in the show notes. Yeah, they're, they're really good. They've got that. They actually have got a lot of um, really good free references there, which I'm really stoked on. Um, and that's just a massive task now for, like the 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 Bodyfix has two and a half thousand different products, and it's been around too long, you know. And so trying to have to fix all of this is just a mammoth elephant to eat. So um, it's just one one bite at a time. Hey. hey, there it is again. Love it. I've awesome. heard that saying before on this show. Hundred <laughs> percent. Hey, uh, just to close off that 2.0 chat though, I showed Leo a store that I built on 2.0. Oh, uh, look using, at him flexing. Using the focal theme, not the flex theme. I'm not. I must say, I'm not a big fan of. No, I'm just saying you flexing flex, that you built a 2.0 theme. Uh, yeah. Focal built by Maestro. Um, built the website, mate. This guy imported like a huge blog, a thousand products, all these sorts of things. Um, store speed score 85. Mm. Whoa! On 85. the back end of the Shopify, that yeah, that because yeah. that thing you know, is always sitting like on twenty two. On the back of the Shopify, which usually I thought like they purposely push it low to push work out into the partner network. Uh, Focal by Maestro, check it out. Mm. That's a really. I'm, cool right, I'm, really, I'm really that down. It's really <laughs> you do cool you thing. do that? It's a really cool thing. Anyway, yeah, Waldo was very proud of that. Anyway, oh, one of the next things that we want to talk to you about, obviously, is one of the new things that just became available. And again, just with the flick of a switch, Shopify just turned it on for everyone. And I think as I of yesterday, Friday, was it yesterday? Oh no, are you, are you, no, no, we're yeah. talking about different things. Oh, let's okay. get to let's get to. I'm not sure what happened yesterday, but let's get there. No, but um, a couple of Fridays ago, I just the minute I saw it, it's there, and it, instead of saying coming soon, it said new next to it, and I was just like, oh, jump on the Shopify NZ Facebook page, go, yo, everyone, markets is out. Right. Go check it out in your dashboard. La, 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 la. Let's get stuck into it. And uh, on our previous episode, we just spoke about being part of a partners event for ANZ and um, sort of the people talking about markets versus Shopify Plus and, and that sort of thing. So um, yeah, markets is now available, guys. So go in there if you haven't trialed it yet. You want to sell into Aussie. You want to make a little bit of a, a personalized statement, change the currencies around. All these things you guys have been screaming for, um, it is now there. Why have How they been screaming is? about it? Why have they been screaming about it? Well, order. Why have they been screaming about yeah, it? Yeah, like why just, why would you want to go global? Well, <laughs> why wouldn't you? <laughs> now nah, look, um, yeah, just small little things like you know, currency, being able to set a specific price for a product in New Zealand and Australia, all those sorts of things, you know, super important. And people have been screaming about that for a very long time. And there was nothing really that could do it other than Shopify Plus. And for a lot of other customers, for Shopify Plus is just out of their reach, right? It just doesn't make business sense. So there was apps say that you could use for the default um currency but then you get to the checkout and oh, they'll just go back to the, the default currency i should say and then yeah that was a headache so yeah you yeah. had to be on plus really yeah technically you could do it all like a lot of it yeah. um but what this what sloppy. this does is it consolidates it all right yeah yeah you know, and so I, i'm looking forward to all the new things that uh have been talked about that, that's coming with markets like um Thomas. product product feeds that that is like something that really interests me. You so want to being able to, that a little bit more. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So being able to serve up like okay, maybe I sell marmite in New Zealand, but I sell I don't know whatever the marmite equivalent is. Vegemite, Vegemite in America or Australia, right? So maybe yeah, yeah. I only sell Vegemite in Australia. Um, so I can I can serve that feed to that particular market. Um, I can go turn this on on in Australia and turn this off in New Zealand and vice versa. Um, and, and also link it to specific um, third-party logistics 
places where wherever my product or locations wherever my product is um which will ch- change the game completely uh, and it means that the the, ba- the barrier to entry to tri- trialing um different markets is just it just evaporates and i think that's um, where that's the key message there is you know if you i've ever thought about exploring this or you've been hacking apps to get it to provide a certain experience for your customers and you're seeing a lot of drop off well now you have a little bit more control over that and it is not a replacement for a specific store for that particular market but um, it's definitely a way to trial it and then once you know that it's a go well you know then you definitely got a, a reason to explore a multi-store yeah. it's so, so exciting yeah. you know you just quickly set up the page or whatever and um we don't even have to set up the page sorry but just do the ad campaign or facebook campaign and just see like yep that's selling over there that works Cool. Yeah, and the, the the other thing um, about um, that's that's happening in markets, and it's at the moment it's at a very very early stage, is uh, localized payment options. Yes. So you know, like um, we use, um, you know, like uh, the, like uh, I think it's only available in 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 um, Germany at the moment. But there's a particular uh, payment gateway that um, you know German nationals use and love to use when they're shopping online. But like I don't know about you guys, but I use I use Polypay a lot over here when I'm buying things. Really? Um, yeah, yeah, I do. Okay. Just, yeah yeah uh, maybe i'm showing my age but uh but um using utilizing markets lets you um tap into those specific nuanced local um, gateways that um maybe you never have the opportunity to so that's one other thing uh, and then the, then the other thing is um the frustration or a drop-off or the bounce rates from um from duties and taxes this oh. this helps you consolidate all that so that you can pay tax to the appropriate authorities properly mm. um and like that's one of the biggest barriers for for merchants like trying to work out u.s tax codes mm. or any tax codes that aren't new zealand um is a bit of a mind um field so um yeah it is really exciting it's still early days um but it's ridiculously exciting and there's certain key messaging that you for some regions as well that you have to display on checkout for example as well you know that they may have to tick to agree oh that, there's that california law if it's yeah, something like may cause makeup, cancer for example, to, makeup causes cancer so you definitely little, if you sell into california you're going to need cool. uh, everything causes cancer mate. yeah well i know i've forgotten the name that they use something 76 <laughs> i can't remember julian do you know it I, you know that? Yeah, I know, but I, I like the idea of calling it the everything causes cancer rule. I think that's... <laughs> but it's essentially that, like, it's really, I actually heard, I stole that from Kurt Elster because when that became a thing for them as well, um, mm. like he was just like, haven't you heard, like everything causes cancer. So you may as well just activate that on your checkout anyway. It doesn't matter if you're selling apples or nectarines or doesn't matter. Just do it. Just, in just case. be safe. Cover yeah. yourself. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. yeah, that's that GDPR rule too, right? Like um, mm. having that, it's having that chip box, I think is, um, like for, for email marketing, just incorporating that now anyway, it's yeah. going to make sense because like surely they're going to roll that out everywhere. Surely they're oh, going to roll absolutely. that out globally. Absolutely. Yeah. Can't see why not. Mm. So um, yeah, I mean, do you sell into Australia? Uh, not yet. Like we've okay. we've made the um, what we do, but we have you know um, it's just our customers are they have a couple of competitors that they they can really um, they do a really good job in Aussie and um, the international freight costs for us is just too prohibitive oh, gotcha. for such small items like that. So if we're going to do it, we'd probably do it um, with like a brand like the face paint club. Nice. Yeah. Look, I still think there's a huge gap in the market for like third party fulfillment. And I've got a lot of customers inquiring at the moment for especially big ticket items where they want to get the container shipped directly from China, not to here and then take it there directly to there, have it in a, in a warehouse connected to Shopify. And then those people can fulfill it on their behalf, which is more and more of that popping up anyway. Um, yeah. 
Got anything to add on that? Yeah. So, Julian, I'm doing this thing where I'm not looking at the notes at all for the podcast because I used to like look at the notes, look at the questions. I'm just gonna go with the flow. This yeah. season, I'm just, I'm just laid. Look, 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 look at us. We're sitting on couches. I'm just love laid it. back. Right, That's why you know Waldo's like firing away these questions, and I'll just make random comments. So I, no, I, I love it. I, I do. So do I. Do you, do you know the um, the increase in container costs uh, worldwide? Like, you know, well, you know, times, just talking about shipping because I heard last year they were holding back a little bit, but apparently this year it's gonna they're gonna bring in the changes. So tell us. Oh no, I just saw I saw a stat somewhere like um, a, a graph, like it was like two thousand dollars for a container ship, um, at before the pandemic, and now it's yep. up to what uh, you know per container, not container yep. ship, yep. Uh, and now it's up to over ten k. So it's yep. like five x. I think it was seven X. I think it was seven X, and this is on that beautiful hundred and fifty something pages of the the future of e-commerce. Oh yes, yes, it is. that's and where you yes, saw it. That's, that's where exactly I where it. I saw it. Yeah. And didn't yeah. New Zealand Post just recently throw something out as well? Maybe we can link that all in the notes here, and for people that can read, they can read their future of commerce and the latest NZ posting as well, because they do indicate there that you know prices are going up. Mm. by the way <laughs> yeah great call out as well Waldo about two amazing uh, resources for e-com owners especially in New Zealand uh, the full download by New Zealand Post if you're not uh, if you're an e-com owner and you haven't checked that out yet you should probably you know do some Sunday reading it's uh, there's a lot of, lot of data in there um, and they break out um, all their insights for all different types of verticals. So that's a, that's a wicked shout out. And then um, the Future of Commerce is a, is a report that Shopify con- conducts and it's been conducting for the last couple of years. And we um, basically go around the world and interview a lot of merchants, interview a lot of partners, interview everybody, um, and then um, do a similar thing, but just globally. Uh, and this year we've broken it down into, into three sections and broken it down into the future of e-commerce, the future of retail, and the future of shipping and logistics. Um, and you can download that report at shopify.com forward slash research forward slash future of commerce, and it will be linked here somewhere, I'm sure. But yeah, it's a great report. It's, it's yep. got some amazing... Um, uh, trends uh, and insights. Did you read the 130 pages of that report, no. Julian? Okay, no, thank I you for being honest. Yeah, <laughs> neither did I. But look, there's actually a lot of a lot of you know like graphics and all that, so it's not really. Well, I would recommend pages. jump on YouTube, type in the future of commerce 2022, and they made a nice video because there was a big chat that the there was guys a video? Pains, yeah, there, there's a oh, big I actually I it was last Thursday last Thursday afternoon where they presented that report oh, yeah. to merchants, and it's more merchant facing, not partner facing. So okay. encourage you to go and have a look at that for sure. Beautiful. Um, yeah, looks. Uh, if we can move on from that, if you have anything I, else to Again, add. I don't know yeah. the show notes. You're One leading of the other this. things that I want to ask is, do you use any flows, uh, Julian? Mm. Uh, no, that's uh, – so, well, I use uh, – Flow automation for my email marketing utilizing Clavio, but um, I think you're talking about the plus feature, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, it's not a plus feature, is it? It's not just a plus feature anymore, is it? It's it's an advance, isn't it? It's coming into advance. Is it coming to normal Shopify? Has it already been here? I don't know about that. Um, It's coming soon. They've already announced that it is. So, yeah, automations and flow that is traditionally only available in Shopify Plus will be available in Shopify Advanced. At some point in the very, very new future, new future, <laughs> near future, um, yeah. So, Julian, uh, I'll, I'll link you something, mate. And uh, but other than that, the entire flow interface has completely changed. Completely changed. They made it so much easier to follow. There's new triggers you can bring in. There's more integrations with other apps available, mm. um, and it's just another show and another thing where Shopify is you now opening it up a little bit more to allow this integration to come in because. The types of people who require these are your more really more complicated customers, right? Or larger brands with complicated things that need to happen behind the scenes. Um, 
And so those things don't always just work out of the box just on Shopify. And those people might have some traditional tech already in place. And so allowing those things to be able to, you know, feed off the flows that you build into Shopify and just visually making it a lot easier to build these because I've looked at it before and just gone, woo, it's just way over my head. Mm. Even though it's just an if this, then that, it still can be complicated. It's, but okay, give me anymore. give me a scenario though, Walter. Give me, give me like if I'm a merchant and I've got I'm compl- I'm a complex merchant all of a sudden. Like how like how what what's it gonna do for me? Does it does flow like launch a new theme at 1201? No, no. no. Flow no. is like that. That's Launchpad. No, yeah. No. You know that. So were you just for, testing us? We we'll use, we'll use beds. Yeah. What's he talking about? Um, we have a very large retail customer in New Zealand, um, and so if Waldo places an order online and his delivery address is in Morningside, yeah. Okay, Morningside. Um, the closest store to there will be able to pick that order up and distribute it. Like get it right. out to me. Really good if you've got franchise solutions in place. You don't want online to encroach into people's um, there. But I mean, flows, guys. I'm not going to go on to about it too much. Shopify flow is epic. Go and have a look at it. Videos about the new interface online. Um, definitely worth looking into. And you will there see that it is teased to be out and available shortly. We actually had Mr. Tech Nasty tell us that about... He had a date, but he couldn't tell us. But he said he had a date given to him by someone at Shopify when that will be available for all merchants. That's funny because, like, I I reached out to everyone when I looked yep. at these notes, and yep. I got I got the word like there is no date that you can share or whatsoever, buddy. No, um, I'm, not, I'm not giving any so, dates. I don't know. Oh, no, that's what I got told. Yeah. Nice, awesome. Just tell us after this, man. So are you trying to tell I, me that I, I'm I not supposed anyone. to talk about it? Or no, 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 no. Like, I, I just I don't know. Um, and you know, I haven't dealt with the plus plus realm much at all. So yeah, fair enough. Just talking about flows, you know, like real simple ones. Uh, I got my laptop. Thanks, here, Leo. But, uh, he he loves this sort of thing. So no, but like you could he's do finally stuff turned his laptop on, and now he's like, oh, something that I want to talk about. It's like receiving notifications when the product inventory is low, and that can go to a specific staff member that goes, oh yeah. shit, yeah, I better go do that, or I better you know bring this out now to the front of the store. You know, you can do some cool things like that. Uh, I, actually, one of the ones that I always like doing if somebody puts like a negative review you know, um, and it's talking to one of your apps, uh, that can be a flow as well that, um, you know, comes back and yeah, says, if Waldo came in and review contains this, or as, as review is one star, you know, go back to the, the person like, Hey, how come this is one star? So, uh, there's lots of things you can do with flows and, um, I don't yeah. know if he's pulling our chain or if he's actually being serious here. Well, or this what? is this is great value for for your listeners, man. Okay, like yeah. rather you guys hashing on about how cool flow is, but giving some practical stuff is exactly is really good. Good, exactly. Good. You know this, Julian. I'm lazy, um, so anything I can automate, I'm in. Yeah, no, totally. And I, I love that um um low stock low stock one. Like yeah. I, I would I would incorporate that. Um, but you know, seriously, I don't have a date for it, but, uh, once it comes out, we'd definitely be utilizing it. Um, because there's just so many things you can, you could do in it. If I was on the $79 plan and this came out on advance, I'd pay that additional, what's the difference of 79 minus 300? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. If if it makes sense for for sure. Yeah. Anyway. Um, I don't have show notes, mate. You're leading this. (laughs) Julian. Yes. Facebook did. Um, do you, so do, you, do you do a lot of Facebook marketing? We 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 did. Okay. And it we got a we got a return on the investment. It just wasn't 
the droid the drone we were looking for or droid oh. i'm trying to do a star wars reference and they just completely <laughs> failed but no it like you know it didn't didn't do very well for us and the reason why it didn't do very well for us is because we um our, our content content marketing was rubbish that was mainly it uh and also i think i don't know i being an old hat at ecom i remember the days where you could like you know i don't know take a photo of something put it on facebook and boost it and it would just print money uh and um that's no longer the no longer the, the oh, time really, so, i used to get leads for zyber for six cents a lead <laughs> off facebook those were the days from australia as well <laughs> australia and new zealand i was like mate, i was like we've made it we've made it this is it yeah now, yeah i wouldn't get a single lead from facebook no it's interesting i eh? like um and saying that though i think it's just you know like the growth of e-commerce is just incredible. And so there's just a lot more people in the marketplace. And so, and, and a lot more savvy people in the marketplace. So you're going to have to, you know, um, be creative with your advertising and, and, and um, think outside of the, of the box. There's also, also so many more social platforms that people are going to now the negative, um, the negative uh, press that Facebook got all these sorts of things are going to have an impact on that. You know um, I think, did we talk about TikTok last time? Have you guys started using TikTok? Yeah, these guys yep. had a yeah, video do. that went viral. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah TikTok. Another one? No, no, not, not, no, okay. nah, nah. We're, we're, um, we're actually um, consolidating a lot of our content to, so we can actually launch properly. Uh, we're, we're, my sister-in-law, Meta, just came back from teaching um, makeup at Wealthtech, and so she's coming back. She's come back to do all the content. So we're about to do a, do a TikTok campaign. Uh, we, we, we use the TikTok sales channel, and, and that actually gave us a really good um, return on, on investment um, for a period of time during Christmas. Um, and so, that, yeah, TikTok's definitely like, – what 15 um 15 of people's time is spent on social media that's crazy isn't that nuts yeah yeah and it's, and tiktok we, we actually we actually had that exact stat before i was like wow you're reading our notes from the previous <laughs> he's episode he's well done. Computer. awesome man <laughs> you know that's that's it that just blows my mind right so um and and tiktok um is the is the lead it's um more people spend uh people spend more time on tiktok than they do on netflix Gen what? Z. Gen yeah. Z. Yeah, Gen Z. Yeah. Yep. Wow. Leo found out what Gen, well, we both actually, I should say, <clears throat> found out what Gen Z was in the previous episode. I knew. <laughs> oh, but God, I'm not... I... Tell me. What is Gen Z? 1997 oh. to 2012, apparently. There you That's go. Gen Z. Oh, man. There you go. It's not wow. us, mate. Not yeah. us. I got us mistaken. I was talking about millennials. And then while well, there's like, you're a millennial. I was like, shit. <laughs> Funny. Moving on. Um, one of the things that's probably pretty poignant at this point in time is in a couple, well, when you guys are hearing this episode in two weeks time, it's end of financial year. And, um, you know, mm. you as a merchant as well, and all the merchants listening, I know for myself, uh, people just disappear for a couple of weeks. And if you try to reach out to them, like, sorry, mate, it's end of financial year. It's end of financial year. I can't talk to you right now. Uh, for me, it's one of the quietest times of the year, apart from Christmas and New Year's. So um, tell us a little bit about what you, because I when, when, you, when we spoke, you did bring up a few little points. So talk a little bit to the merchants about your experience and what to look out for. Yeah, yeah. Well, so end of the financial year is different all over the place, but in, in New Zealand, it's uh, um, uh, the 31st of uh, March is the end of our financial year. Um, and so in order to um, ensure that you're, you've got all your finances correct for the um, inland revenue, you've got to do a few things. You've got to report um, all your accounts. And so one thing that um, we hadn't done 
properly is like uh, like and the shout out to um Barry Golchin from Wise Advice. He's um the the an e commerce accountant. That's what I call him. Like yeah. he's the actual e commerce accountant. Yeah. Um and um and um we now uh we now use him. Um, okay. So just just being transparent. Um, but what what we weren't doing is we weren't um, reporting all of um, every everything uh, for like medic medic effects wasn't at least um, so medic effects um, would um, we use Shopify payments say say medic effects made a thousand hundred hundred thousand dollars um, and uh, but uh, Shopify takes its its or and Shopify takes its cut two point seven percent. And whatever, whatever, and change thirty cents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and um, and then gives us the money. So therefore, we've got like what ninety-seven something thousand dollars sitting there, mm. um, ninety-eight ninety-eight thousand dollars mm. sitting there. Um, it, we've been reporting that ninety-eight thousand dollars and not the hundred thousand dollars. And so, um, but the, but as far as the ID is concerned, um, it's you made a hundred thousand. You did make a hundred thousand. Yeah. Right. So yeah. so that was an eye opening mistake that we needed to pay tax on that other two point, you know, Ooh. that other other percent. So um, that was a good lesson to learn pretty quickly. Um, so ensure the the lesson there is to ensure that your accountant has got access to your Shopify and not just your accounting platform. Okay. Sorry, I've got a question for you on that. So, I mean, if you you got a report on that through two and a half thousand, whatever it is, right? Shopify actually received that money. Do they also report on that because that's income? Oh, Shopify, yeah, of course. But then well, the IRD are getting fifteen percent there, and no, uh, oh, I they're doubling up on it, aren't they? Because you, well, you okay. So, explain. So, Shopify's um, I, I don't don't know the ins and outs, but I'm I'm sure Shopify's got some sort of exemption clause around being like a a, a specific platform, global but, platform. Yeah, I, I don't really know that the ins and outs okay. of that, but I, I know that they've got an, um, being um an ecom mer- a merchant with an IRD number means that I um I don't pay GST on the subscription. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, okay. I'm exempt, but I I don't um I so I don't understand I don't know what what that is for I don't think that that you don't pay ba- tax on I don't know I'm, I'm what we're no. basically telling people is if this is something that you are hearing here and you think oh I've not been doing that um it might be time to let your accountant know if your accountant goes oh I'm not aware of this it might be time to maybe just go and look at somebody who specialises in accounting um, yeah. obviously yeah you guys mentioned Brad Skolchin but um you know or just bring it up to your accountant and say hey this might be something we need to look at. Um, and because this industry is so new, it is it's fresh for everyone. So. Well, I'd be claiming it as a, an expense anyway to run your business, Julian. I'm sure that's what would have happened with that two thousand dollars that Shopify took from you. So the well, the, just just the, the the simple advice I'd give is make sure your accountant has access to both sets of accounts and that they look the same. Mm. That's yes. that's really it, right? Non-financial like, advice. Let's let's yeah. like yeah, this is that, not, we're just we're just guiding you guys to where you but, need to and who you need to be talking to. And then also ensure that um, you know, if you've got a bunch of shitty stock that isn't moving, mm, have a March shit. March Madness yeah, a March Madness sale. Am yeah, I not allowed that's... to stay there? The no, you go for oh, it, sorry, I've been swearing really badly the last two episodes. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm I'm probably going to get told off by Rachel after this yeah. show. So have a have a March um a March Madness sale. Get rid of um your um stock that is um sitting around because it is uh, if you if you um registered that, that stock for the end of the financial year, it's basically you the, you telling um the ID that you've that's that's where all your money is that's where all your profits sitting yeah, you still got um, assets sitting with you where you want to move them and make it into so you want to move it on yeah 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 liquidate that cool yeah awesome was there anything else on the accounting side you think it's good for merchants to know 
Um, oh man, like I get like that. That was the the, the kicker for me is just to, to to make sure they're they're completely married up and to give your, are you give your account zero? an access. Are you yep. on zero? Are you using yep. A two X? Yep. Yeah, great app. Yep, yep. It's uh, like we we just do whatever Brad says now. Nice. Yeah. yeah. A2X. Shout out to those boys. Good app. Yeah, nice. Um, we were actually earmarking to try and get Zero onto the podcast to talk about their new direct integration with Shopify, etc. So that's a good reminder. Doesn't they have a one star? But I know. Review? I know Julian's got a hard stop really shortly. A couple more things, Julian. Uh, there is somebody new in the community space for Shopify. Uh, do you want to introduce them virtually? Yeah. Now, but tell tell our audience. Yeah. Well. Uh, yeah. Uh, um, she's not here now. Actually, there's a couple of people, but um. Cool. I have um, uh, a, a colleague now. Um, her name's Claire Mookie. She's the uh, Australian um, community manager uh, for Shopify, and she's um, been involved in the startup space for a really long time. She's um, actually run um, startup accelerators, and she's extremely passionate about small business. And so she's um, been um, with Shopify for for nearly a couple of well, we're in March now, so three months now. Uh, and so expect some. Um, cool educational events uh coming out from from claire and in the australia uh region um so that's that's exciting the um the way to get hold of her is to um actually just go to uh community.shopify.com uh and then if you click the groups page there's a an um, aotearoa page and an australia page so reach out to claire through through aotearoa um below yeah perfect awesome well, I don't know. I don't know if there's anything else we could uh, wrap into this. There's only a couple of minutes left. Um, your audience, Julian, if there's anything else you want to, you think is valuable, throw it out there. Yeah, no, no thanks. Thanks, guys. Um, I've, I've, the digital community part is actually really important to Shopify. It's a place where um, all community managers are going to be um, putting all their content and all their education. So um, if you want to uh, be part of... Um, a regionalized uh, community that is really um, advocating for you um, at your at your geographical location, you know, whether that's Australia or New Zealand and soon soon to be Singapore and Japan and all these places, um, join up those localized communities. So that's um, Shopify, uh, sorry, community.shopify.com. And then just go to little the groups tab and you, you can join those little nuanced areas there. It's also a place that... Um, Shopify can learn more about you know where what what's going on in, in your world um, and, and it's also a place that is monitored by um, the social care team so if you do have like for example um, shout out to Lana from Parrot Treats she had an issue regarding um, um, postal codes again another another NZ postal code uh, issue that that kind of crept up um, she voiced that those concerns at in, in that area and that gave shopify a really good understanding of exactly where the problem was so um yeah uh, join join the community definitely awesome that's fantastic i got nothing more to say julian always a pleasure to have you on the show mate you've always got the knowledge and you know <laughs> working for shopify and running your own store uh it's perfect for us to have you on the show so i wanted to say thank you once again and hopefully Thanks, we guys. can see you in person soon when we uh get over the over this over, thing, over this COVID is. this thing yeah i'm super keen to catch up with you guys um and hang out on that couch soon so, yeah man definitely look forward to a it. cold one awesome, awesome guys thank you so much for joining us thank you julian we'll catch you next week thanks team see ya
I am Alexandria Collis, Director of Customer Experience for Princess Polly. I'm focused on our strategy and innovation in the CX department here at Princess Polly. I have a quote, and I always tell our CX leaders that customer experience is the heart of an organization, and we pump the blood and deliver the oxygen to the vital organs in the business to help them thrive and grow stronger. The Gorgeous platform allows our agents a seamless place to just do it all. We are really there for the customer every step of the way if they want. Our customers expect quality and efficiency where they are. So the real question is, how do you get quality and efficiency across every single platform? And then once you have it, how do you maintain it? And I believe that with the Gorgeous platform, we can do that. If you're interested in learning more about Gorgeous, go to gorgeous.com and mention podcast for two months free. Oh, 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 oh,